Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the newest segment of the Disney Dads podcast. Each week, we'll explore the stories that made Walt Disney the American icon he is today. From Walt's birth to his death, this weekly show will be completely dedicated to Walt and the people around him. My name's Justin, and I want to welcome you to Walking with Walt. Last week, we found ourselves in Kansas City, Missouri, on the second floor of the McConaughey Building, where Walt and a few of his closest friends had formed the Laughagram Studios. Now, with Laughagram Studios, Walt had brought in a lot of his friends who had similar interests and similar talents, and they would create and be the pioneers of future animation. And as we talked about Laughagram and about these uh, these guys in their young 20s the one thing we learn is that their work ethic and their dedication to their craft is something that is unparalleled to many many other animators but my question to you is this where does that work ethic come from what was it that made Walt Disney a man who would stop at nothing to achieve the goals that he set for himself now when we last saw Walt He was waiting to board a train to head west to meet up with his brother Roy in Hollywood to form the Disney Studios. Now we all know that that train west would lead to the future that we see today. The Walt Disney Company, the studios, merchandise, parks, you name it. But instead of going into the future, I want to board a train into the past. I want to head 125 miles northeast of Kansas City to 1905 and let's head to Walt Disney's hometown of Marceline, Missouri. Founded in 1888, Marceline was named after a director of the new railway that had been put in, whose name was Marcelina. Marceline was your perfect small town. Everyone knew each other. It had a beautiful main street. Everyone was friendly. This small town would influence Walt more in his four years that he spent here than any other place that he would live throughout his life. We see direct inspiration from Marceline taken in the Disney parks. Main Street USA is what Walt envisioned Marceline was. When he stood on Main Street, he considered himself standing on Main Street in Marceline. He always wanted everyone to feel like they could go somewhere and be safe and enjoy this small town atmosphere like he grew up in in Marceline. Even though Walt was born December 5th, 1901 in Chicago, he never considered Chicago his hometown. He never remembered anything about Chicago. Bob Thomas once said about Disney, Walt Disney remembered nothing of his early years in Chicago, but the memories of Marceline stay with him throughout his lifetime. We see the direct inspiration in the parks from Marceline that the small town had on Walt's life. But what were some of the subtle things that helped shape Walt into the man he would become in the future. At the beginning of the show, we talked about Walt Disney's work ethic. Walt's work ethic started in 1905 when he arrived in Marceline. The move to Marceline couldn't have come at a better time in Walt's life. He was reaching that point in his childhood where memories were starting to form. And coming from Chicago to Marceline, a rural setting, Walt absolutely loved every moment he was able to spend in Marceline. 
In a letter that Walt wrote to the Marceline News on September the 2nd, 1938, Walt said, Everything connected with Marceline was a thrill to us. Coming as we did from Chicago, the cows, pigs, chickens gave me a big thrill. And perhaps that's the reason we use so many barnyard animals in the Mickey Mouse and silly symphony pictures today. Who knows? You know what the psychologists say about the importance of childhood impressions. Marceline wasn't only the place that Walt found his inspiration for characters that he would use later in the pictures that he would create. It's also the place where Walt found his passion for art, his passion for drawing. And it wasn't just Marceline or the, the Disney farm. There was one specific spot that Walt always seemed to find himself as he played with his sister Ruth and as he daydreamed and as he took in all the surroundings from bugs to, to the clouds to animals that started to inspire him to become the artist that we knew today. Walt's tree, or what, what is known now as the dreaming tree, is a large cottonwood tree that still stands where Walt and Ruth would play and where Walt would sit. And Walt, even in his later years, when he would visit Marceline, would always make it a point to go and visit the dreaming tree. There's a great picture of him and Roy when they were visiting Marceline at the base of the dreaming tree. Because this tree and the base of this tree was really the start of the imagination of Walt Disney and the creation of the Walt Disney Company, even though no one knew it. Something I find really cool and, and unique is in 2003, one of Walt Disney's grandsons and a few of the Walt Disney World ambassadors, uh, they planted a sapling grown from a seed from the Disney tree, from the dreaming tree, and they named it Son of Dreaming Tree. And it's growing now on the Disney farm. And the cool thing about the the son of the Disney, uh, the son of Dreaming Tree, was when it was planted in 2004, it actually was the soil they used was taken from the Magic Kingdom, and the water was taken from Rivers of America. So it had that that Walt Disney World uh, uh, element thrown into it. And I, I really enjoy that little fun fact. It's a fun fact a lot of people don't know. Walt didn't have a lot of time to lay under his tree until he had finished all of his chores. Elias was a hard man. He had, he had grown up to a hard childhood and had lived a hard life. And he instilled in his kids a sense of responsibility and a sense of purpose to where even at a young age, even at five, Walt had daily chores that he had to accomplish on the farm before he had any time to himself to daydream. After Walt had finished his chores, he would sit and he would start to sketch. Elias thought this was silly. He thought it was a waste of time. But there was someone who lived next door to the Disneys who inspired Walt and inspired his craft. Doc Sherwood was a retired doctor there in Marceline. And he inspired Walt and motivated Walt to keep drawing. If Walt enjoyed it, then he wanted Walt to pursue his passions. In the same letter Walt Disney wrote to the Marceline News that I referenced earlier, Walt said, The Taylors lived on one side of us and Doc Sherwood on the other. One of my fondest childhood memories is of Doc Sherwood. He used to encourage me in my drawing and gave me little presents for my efforts. One time I think he must have held a horse for his nearly all day so that I could draw it. Needless to say, the drawing wasn't so hot, but Doc made me think it was tops. It wasn't just drawing that Walt found his passion for while he lived in Marceline. I think there's a few other subtle 
things that we saw in movies and we see in the parks today that came from Marceline. For instance, Walt once talked about one of the most special things he got to do as he lived in Marceline was to go down to the old number one coal mine, which was just right down the road from where he lived. Do we see that now today in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Walt also talked about how he they lived next door to the Wheelers and the Mormons. And Mr. Mormon was a high school principal. And Walt said about Mrs. Mormon, I must confess, was my first dream girl. Of course, I was all of eight or nine at the time, but I can remember what pretty head of hair she had. Is this the famous redhead we see in the auction scene on Pirates of the Caribbean? Now, all those are assumptions on my part, because I think Marceline inspired Walt in more ways than we'll ever know. I think when he looked at movies and he looked at attractions and he looked at parks, I think every everything he looked at, he looked at through the eyes of the five to nine-year-old that he was when he lived in Marceline. But out of all the influences that Walt had obtained from Marceline, I think there is none bigger than his love for trains. Walt used to go down to the same train station that he, him and the Disney family arrived to Marceline and watch as the trains passed by. And it was one man, as actually his uncle named Mike Martin, who was a Santa Fe engineer who really spent time with Walt and helped him grow his passion for trains. Walt found the magic of childhood in Marceline, and he had all of his first experiences as a child there from school to falling in love with the railroad with the tracks there close to the house to sitting underneath Walt's tree drawing barnyard animals and just taking in the sights and learning. Marceline inspired Walt in ways we will never know. I wish that I could go back in time and be in Marceline, Missouri in the early 1900s to see this amazing place that inspired the man we love so much. But the nice part is this, you can go today. The Walt Disney Hometown Museum is located in the old Santa Fe Railroad Station in Marceline. At the museum, you can find so much great Disney history from personal letters written between Disney family members, uh, photographs of Walt and Roy when they visited uh, Marceline in the 50s and 60s. You can also find a Midget Autopia car that was donated by Walt and Roy once the ride was, uh, was removed. And one of the things I love is you can actually find a track panel from Walt's Carrollwood Pacific Railroad. That's just some of the great stuff you can find at the museum. And I hope that everyone takes some time. If you can't visit Marceline, take some time, get on the internet, explore, see some pictures. The Disney family has donated a lot throughout the years to the museum. And the museum and the Main Street USA Charitable Foundation is always planning to make it bigger and better every year so we can get to know this man more and more and what he did and what the Disney family did to create something we love so much. i leave you with this this week. And it's from the same letter that Walt wrote. And it's called The Marceline I Knew. Walt said, To tell the truth, more things of importance happened to me in Marceline than have happened since, or are likely to in the future. Things I mean like seeing my first circus parade, attending my first school, seeing my first motion picture. I know you'll agree with me that such childhood firsts as those are the utmost importance in any human being's life. Thank you guys again this week for joining me on this journey into Marceline and into Walt's early childhood. 
And I hope to see you next week as we go walking with Walt.